at the Royal York Hotel. It is the Special Olympics Gala, annual fundraiser for Special Olympics Canada. And uh, we are joined by uh, a number of distinguished guests, including the president of the Toronto Maple Leafs. He is Brendan Shanahan. Brendan, how you doing? I'm good, guys. How are you? Uh, very well, very well. Before we talk some uh, hockey, let's talk a little bit about Special Olympics and, and why you are involved with this organization. Well, you know, I uh, I came for the first time last year and was was just amazed at at the size of, of this event, the the commitment of the people uh, that are involved. Uh, Mark Melier from TSN was the first one to ask me. I think he's very involved in this as well. And um, you know, for me last year especially, uh, it was just so nice to see so many people in the Toronto community that that I hadn't seen in about 10, 15 sure. years athletes that I had met at Olympics and things like that that were out here supporting um, Mark Tootsbury and uh, just people that I looked up to when I was growing up here as well. Yeah, it is a terrific event and I say one that raises a lot of money for Special Olympics across Canada. Uh, we appreciate you doing the show for us because we know it's a day when there's a, a kind of a, a story that's hanging in the air that has dominated talks. We'll get your take on, uh, on the big win. On the, yes, on the, we will get to the big win but we're, we're going <laughs> to but the one that is buzzing is, is what happened after the game. And, and just your thoughts on, on what, I guess, as was explained by Dion Phaneuf, your captain today, was a player's decision to change up the routine, change a number of things from their routine. One of the things they decided to change was the post-game salute that has been done, I think, after every win since the lockout, and that drew a lot of attention. Uh, just your thoughts on that. Well, I, you know, I think that, uh, you know, a team always has a – the players always – Whatever, whether it's pre-game or post-game, whatever they want to do, that's that's something that they're entitled to do, and something that certainly uh, sometimes it changes up. Sometimes they have a feel for things. Uh, we'll see where this goes from here. Uh, I think that they 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 probably realize that maybe uh, it, it was taken the wrong way or misinterpreted, and maybe recognize that uh, that that's not completely unreasonable for it to be taken the wrong by, way by the wrong people. So. Uh, we'll see where it goes from here. I think ultimately the the message from me is uh, we have a fantastic fan base. We we've got such a loyal fan base, and there's a lot of frustration, and obviously that's going. You know, a lot of that is deserved. The the best way to salute our fans, the best way to respond to what our fans truly want, is to go out and play hard hockey. Uh, it's a shame that uh, something like that can overshadow the fact that. Yeah, yeah a good win, quality out. win, a 5-2 yeah, win over Tampa you know, Bay last night. Uh, we're looking at the shot clock there in the third period. Before Tampa pulled their goalie, they had one shot on goal, and we were playing that. We were playing the kind of hockey we were a couple weeks ago, and uh, it's 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 unfortunate, hopefully a learning experience for our guys. That's the amazing thing to me about sort of the last 24 hours is sometimes the media creates the story, but this time the players created it, and it struck me a, a real lack of understanding of what this market is and what it is to be a Toronto Maple Leaf. And if I'm sitting where you are, that's probably the area that would concern me the most. Well, you know, I, I think our players do understand, and I think the way that they they showed that understanding was the response to an embarrassing 9-2 loss by coming out and playing against a very good team the way that they did. Um, obviously, in a market like this, everything is going to be looked at with a fine-tooth comb. And um, Again, like I said, we'll see where this goes from here. I, I think that uh, at the end of the day, uh, these are these are young men who uh, are playing on emotion, relying on emotion, and again, it uh, we'll see where it goes from here. Has anything in your long career prepared you for the last week, for what all that has happened here in a crazy, topsy-turvy, up and down, lost, win, 
Yeah, absolutely. No, this is this is yeah. My my I feel like my whole life and career uh, choices have prepared me for this. I uh, I don't think that, you know, I I think that perspective is an important thing to have. And again, I, you you deal with things, and and I I believe that there's a certain passion here that once we harness it and 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 get it going in the right direction, uh, you know, will be unstoppable. I think that. Uh, the, the, the fan reaction that we have in my mind as I've been watching games I think we have sophisticated fans there was a there was a moment in the first period yesterday when uh, you know Phil Kessel's line was in the offensive zone they had really no shots on goal but they had about 30 40 seconds of sustained pressure they got to lose pucks didn't really create a scoring chance but on the way off the ice as they were changing on the fly our fans cheered for them um, our fans just want effort they want result I, I think they want effort and and they will acknowledge that the results will come I think we have a sophisticated fan base I'm not going to let one or two people who you know throw a jersey on the ice which which to me is is the wrong way of sending a message uh, I understand what they're trying to say but I do think sometimes when they're trying to send a message uh, at times would like to have a gimme and and take things back uh, one of the things I say your your record overall, I believe your team is 10-8 and two, and and is really in in about maybe where people figured it would be at the start of the season. What people are surprised about is the fact that when you win, you often win handily, like you did last night, a 5-2 score. And when you lose, it is not 9-2, but we saw the example in Buffalo. There's been just wild fluctuations between you being on the right side of a lopsided score one night, and then a, the wrong side of a lopsided score. A night or two later how, how do you make sense of what you see in those disparities well I, I can tell you that you know we're really trying to focus on the process of how we're playing and 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 if you want to talk about lopsided scores just look around the league it's happening in every city every night we're not in a unique situation so the important thing for me is not to panic to stick together as a group and, and again um, some of these you know uh, experiences that are occurring that that don't really have a whole lot to do with wins and losses we have to find a way to to keep these in perspective um i, I can't reiterate enough uh that our group of players uh they do love playing here they understand that there's a lot of pressure and sometimes that is tough when when that pressure is going against you but they've seen on different occasions what it's like when they go out and again like i said uh in a game like last night just give that kind of effort that they expect from themselves and they get rewarded from the fans with the love we're in conversation with brendan shanahan president of the toronto maple leafs on a day like this where there is a storm off really a minor occurrence of sorts do you or dave Nonis or anyone address the players yeah we um I would say on just about every day as a management group, we will discuss where, where we are, win, loss, um, assess what's going on with the Marlies. Obviously, you've seen we're, we're pulling players up and sending them down, trying to get young players more ice time. Uh, but certainly on a day like today, uh, absolutely. Can you can you give us a sense of like wh what sort of message you try and convey on something like that? I mean, I know what stays in the room, what goes on in the room stays in the room, but but in general, the kind of message that's delivered to the team when when this issue is out there and it may be hanging for the next couple of days and something they're going to be asked about over and over. Well, I think I think what was expressed to them by our management group was was understand what 
you know, I, I think we had some guys that came to the rink today and got out in the ice for practice and may not have understood what was brewing sure. outside. Um, so it was a little bit about just making sure that they were prepared and they understood how some people were perceiving some of the things that occurred last night. And then just as a team and as a group sticking together, I really do believe that um, ultimately what our fans want is for this group to gel as a team to go out and perform on the ice. And to me, it was just about keeping them informed and making sure, not telling anybody at all what to say or sure. scripting anybody. That's mm-hmm. not our style. Uh, that's To me, the, the, the team has to show that maturity and, 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 and they have to find their own voice and make their own decisions. You can give them some guidance, but at the end of the day, they have to make their own decisions. There were questions about the leadership group of this hockey club long before you got here, maybe for the last three or four years and maybe even further back than that. You've now, you're a quarter of a season in. Um, your thoughts on your leadership group? Well, I, I think that our leadership group is is still evolving. I think that uh, we have young players that are being asked to take on greater roles on the ice, which, you know, as, as every player will say to you, the best way of feeling like a leader is by performing on the ice and getting that responsibility on the ice. And I just think that... Uh, I think that it's evolving, and I think that it's it's not where it needs to be yet, uh, but I think that we have people that uh, you look back in history of some of uh, what we consider to be great, esteemed leaders of, of teams, um, and, and there was a learning process for them as well at a certain point of their career. When you, when you look back at your days, were there teams you played on and said, this team's not mature enough? And I don't mean that in a... In a you know, I'm, I'm as a as a group and as a team and teams you played and said, yeah, this has got the right kind of of leadership. Can you differentiate between them? Well, I, I think you said it there and you made the point. It's it's not necessarily about having always. It's not necessarily always about having different people. It's about are we mature enough yet? And I have been in some groups where I felt we are not mature enough yet. But with each season, you you. The, the scary part is when you do make mistakes when you come back the next year or the next week or the next game and you haven't learned from them. So for, for me, you're going to have those embarrassing losses, hopefully not too many of those 9-2 losses, but you're going to have, whatever the score is, you're going to have embarrassing nights and every team has them. Um, the response is, is what you really want to see and, and, and what frightens you is when you don't see a response or you don't see certain people learning and evolving. We're in conversation with Brendan Shanahan, Toronto Maple Leafs president. Uh, Brendan, it, it was well documented that when you came into this role, you had been focused on other things, working in the National Hockey League office uh, in discipline. You've had 20 games now or so to, to watch this team. What have you learned about this Maple Leaf team at this point of the season? That's a good question. Um, the biggest thing for me is the potential that I've seen when, when we really play as a five-man unit when we're on the ice when we're really committed to you know we we have the kind of talent that we you know we we will oftentimes make the most of our scoring opportunities and and for me when I see a big difference between us on a night-to-night basis it's it's that consistency to do some of the things that that maybe you think uh, you when, when people talk about back checking or having a good third guy high uh, or a defense standing up. It sounds like you're only talking about defending, but you're really talking about defending with the ability to turn that into a counterattack and scoring. And there are nights when I really see us 
disciplined in our uh, ability to, to defend the puck and to attack the other team's puck carriers. Uh, and, and we, unlike other teams where that just turns into a turnover and maybe uh, possession, we have the ability to turn it into a turnover, possession, and a goal. Uh, when we get three guys deep, when we get too loose, when we don't follow the rules, we get burned. That's the maturity level and the consistency level that I think we have to work on. A lot of NHL GMs were at the game the other night when the GM meetings were in Toronto, and I was talking to one of them between periods. Which one? I'm not going to say. <laughs> and Actually, I was talking to several of them, but this was a really interesting point someone made about your hockey club. He said, when they're going, they look like the best team in the league. And when they're not going, they look like the worst team in the league. And he said he thought the gap was wider between what you do well and what you do badly than any team in the NHL. And, he, and, and I thought it was an interesting assessment from someone looking on the, on the outside in. Do you see that kind of thing? Well, again, I think that's speaking to what I just said about consistency. And we, we do have the ability... Um, to make good things happen off of turnovers and mistakes. Uh, last night, one of the things that really pleased me, it's not so much what we take, it's what we give. And last night we didn't give much. Um, unlike the Chicago game where we were up a goal in the third period, sat back and really hung on to a win, I like the fact that last night when we were up, we didn't set, sit back. Uh, so again, these are learning processes. and. You know, if you give me this general manager's name, I'll, I'll address his uh, concerns about our team. <laughs> Brendan, listen, thanks so much. We really appreciate you stopping by with us. Okay, guys. All Thank right. you. Brendan Shanahan, the president of the Toronto Maple Leafs.